Welcome to Moneymaker, the podcast that gives you the tools to enrich your life in every sense of the word. I'm your host, Nelly Galan. Let's get started. I remember one of my first bosses said to me, young lady, when you make money, I want you to not buy bling and I want you to make money while you sleep. And I remember he said that to me and I was like, what the heck is he talking about? I had no idea what he was talking about. And I think that it it was very powerful for me to unwrap that because I don't think that I knew that the entire financial system of this country is based on making money while you sleep. And I think what that means is that the money that you make and the money that you save, which I guess we all, you know, kind of grew up thinking you make money and then you have money in a savings account so you can buy a house or whatever for yourself. But really what that means is that the money you make and the money you save is not going to take you to the end of your life. And you're going to have problems. That the money you make and then the money you save, that money you save has to be invested in ways that grow exponentially without you doing anything. And I didn't really understand that, but let me let me give it to you in a way that I really I really got it. If you're a doctor, let's just say, and you make a lot of money every year, but you also spend a lot of money every year, but let's say you're putting some money away like in IRAs and this and that, and all of a sudden you have a car accident and you're, you know, whatever, your hands don't work anymore and you no longer can be a doctor. Well, maybe you got an insurance policy that helps somewhat, but you're gonna be in big trouble if you didn't take the money that you saved and invest it so that that money, that thing that you bought, whatever you invested that money in, eventually can be giving you passive income. So I'll give you my example. So I make TV shows and I invested all the money I made. I lived really, I lived really poorly and I invested all the money I made in in real estate. And that real estate uh, has basically made me more money than my TV job because I make every year a lot of money as a landlord and I get all this rental income. And that rental income allows me not to have to work doing anything else but collecting rental income and then I have some other investments that also are is money that's invested that gives me passive income. Now, some years I make more passive income than others. Like during the pandemic, I made no passive income because no one paid their rent. So you still have to have money saved in case something bad happens, but eventually you get the money again. So the goal is to get to a certain age. Let's say I say, I want to retire by the time I'm 50, which, you know, most people don't retire by 50, but let's say I want to, I want to be able to make X amount of money by the time I'm 50 that just comes to me every month without me working. I think that when you're young and you don't get taught money in school and nobody teaches us any of this and our parents don't know any of this, we don't know that that's the goal, but that's the goal. You want to be able to get to a younger than old age and have money that's coming in without you doing anything. So then you can really choose and go, you know, 
I think I'm a filmmaker. I want to go make a little movie over here because it's fun. Well, you can't do that if money isn't coming in without you working. Or let's say I go, you know what? I'd really like to, I don't know. I want to take singing lessons. I never did it. You know, I want to do whatever. And nobody really tells you that you're in your life, there's things you love to do. That's your mission. And there's things that you have to do to make money. Sometimes they both come together and you can actually make money at what you do. Like I loved making TV shows and I made money at it, but I didn't make that much money at it. I had to invest that money and buy buildings so that I could make more money at it. And now I only make TV shows if I want to. I don't have to make shows that I don't want to make because I don't even like the show just to make money. So I don't think we're really told this that coldly that, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys a funny story. I once, when I was very young, met this guy and he told me, um, I remember I was, I was, I was at a spa actually. And I said, what do you do for a living? And he goes, I make these widgets that go into computers. And I, and I go, he goes, but I'm a, I'm an artist. I'm a painter. And I go, ew, when you make widgets? And he goes, well, so, you know, sometimes the things you love, if you turn them into business, you learn to hate. And the things you hate that are your boring business, you grow to love because they make you a lot of money. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? But he was right. If I'm making TV shows and all of a sudden I get offered all these crappy shows that, I, that are really horrible and I hate everybody on the show, and it's not a show that I want to do, but I have to do it to make money, all of a sudden, I'm not loving making shows so much. Think of an actor. I always I always love, because I hear actors say this a lot, that after a while, you make whatever movie, you, sometimes you see actors in a really crappy movie or a crappy TV show, and you're like, why would they do that? Like, Because they have to make money, and that's the only thing they know how to do. And other times, like I love Jeremy Renner, because Jeremy Renner is a big actor. He makes big action movies, but he's always had a business like flipping buildings and he's always renovating something and selling it. And he always says that that job that he has renovating buildings has allowed him not to take crappy acting jobs. And he never gives up either. Like one is his mission and one is his money. And the, the money part allows him to make the projects he wants. And I feel very much like Jeremy Renner. I haven't, you know, I sacrificed when I was younger and I live beneath my means. And now I have buildings that make me money. So every decision I make in my 50s, when I no longer want to do things I don't want to do, is geared on what makes me happy. Who do I want to work with? What do I want to do? What would be fun? Do I want to do that or not? Because I don't have to do it. And I think that nobody tells you this that you're going to get to the place in life where you absolutely don't want to do things that you don't want to do. And I can tell you that if you haven't made passive income, if you haven't made money that is making money while you sleep, as you get older in life, it's really going to be a really horrible thing because you're going to have to do a lot of things later in life that you don't want to do when you no longer want to sacrifice and suffer that much. Just if you sacrifice first when you're young in order to, to, to have a better life later in life. You know, there's so many things that I wish 
older people told younger people and that younger people really heard because the end, as you get older in life, everything is more difficult. It is. It is. You're not as young. You're not as beautiful. You don't have as much energy. And yet it should be the best time of your life. And yet for so many people, it's the worst time of your life because life is about little decisions that you make along the way. And some are beyond your control because the universe brings you horrible things like a pandemic that you didn't count on. But some things are just mathematical and math doesn't lie. And if you make those money moves early, it does end better. It does work out. And if you don't, there is a lot of suffering to be had and in and as you end your life around money. And I hate to say that, but you know, I put money away from my parents, for instance, and I invested it. And my parents now have a very great end of life because they can afford to do what they need to do. I see a lot of old older people that did not invest their money well, that did not put money away, and it is very difficult to be an older age struggling counting pennies. So making money while you sleep is a real thing, and I'm going to leave you with something very, very scary. If you do the math of like, you know, again, whatever money you need is also dependent on where you live. You could live somewhere in the United States that at the end of your life, if you had $30,000 a year in passive income between your retirement, between, you know, the money you've invested, that's a lot of money to live well. But if you live in cities like Los Angeles, uh, Chicago, New York, Miami, and other big cities, you know, Dallas. I mean, go, you can go through every state. Uh, I mean, you're going to need millions of dollars because what it costs, if you just do the math of what you spend right now, and depending on where you live, you might spend $1,000 a month, $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month, $50,000. I mean, it depends on where you live. But if you do the math, $5,000 a month times 12 months times, if you say to yourself, I'm going to retire at whatever, 65 to 65 to 95, people are now living to 95, 30 years. It's a lot of money. Do the math. Five times 12 times 30. Then do 10 times 12 times 30. 30 times 30. It's a lot of money. And if you don't have a game plan of how to have that money, making you get that money coming to you every month, you're going to be up the creek. So I don't want to scare you, but I think it's important to be scared because we don't know that there's going to be social security for you later in life. And we don't know how the money's going to come in. So this is, this is some real talk, real stuff that this is not a game. So I know this sounds very difficult, but I just want you all to know, I started investing at 31 with $5,000. By 45, I had bought 19 buildings and I had created enough passive income in 14 years to be able to retire if I wanted to. 
I knew nothing. I had no money. I didn't know what I was doing. If I can do it, you can do it. This is doable. This is baby steps, doable, and just deciding to do it. And it all happens very quickly. And even if we have bad economies coming in the future, which we will, because it life is cyclical, in the worst moment, you buy, even because things go down in price. You get in, you buy a property, you buy stock, you get in the door, you start, you begin. And I promise you, if I could do it, you could do it. Making money while you sleep is a must for a moneymaker. Moneymaker is a production of Money News Network. Moneymaker is written and hosted by me, Nelly Galan. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Thanks for listening. See you next time.